Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Don't know what it is. Hello and welcome to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Thank you so much for joining us. Boy, it has been a crazy week since the last time we talked to you. It's also been a crazy few minutes uh, trying to get us uh, started here today, but thank you so much again for being a part of it. My name is Tony Colombo in studio with producer Chad Ellis and my partner, Bo Matthews. Bo, how's it going, buddy? You know, this whole week is just apropos for the entire year. You know, yeah. it's just, it just keeps Good getting point. better and better, doesn't yeah, it? What, what, could, what did we expect from 2020, right? We couldn't have expected election night or election week to just go smoothly in a year like this. It's funny because I think when we were wrapping things up last week, we were talking last week we kind of did our version of a election preview show and as we were wrapping it up, we said, you know, it's crazy, but the next time we talk, we'll have a new president or we'll know the results of the election. And <laughs> guess what? We don't. So it depends on when you are listening to this. As you guys know, we record this show before the weekend so you can take the podcast with you throughout the weekend. We put out two podcasts of this show every week. The show podcast goes out on Fridays and the podcast exclusive goes out on Mondays. So depending on when you're hearing this, there may be something that has happened that we don't know about yet. But as we <laughs> as we are having this conversation uh, before the weekend, we still don't know a lot of things. We're still waiting for votes to be counted. I imagine that when you're listening to this throughout the weekend, maybe there's a little bit more information, but I, my guess is there's still a lot of questions. I think there's going to be a lot of questions for days and maybe weeks to come. So, um, Bo, before we get into any specifics, and we're going to get Aaron Tarlow, of course, on the line here. We start every show with him. Uh, but before we do that, Bo, what's your just um, uh, quick thoughts about the week that we just uh, experienced? Well, I, I have to say that uh, early on, I was hearing uh, some things that were not setting well with me. Like my father is in Jersey and, you know, he's older and, you know, so he, he did a mail-in ballot a couple of weeks ago. And the problem was, is he started talking to some of his friends in, you know, like leading up to the election, like Monday and then on Tuesday. And everybody that had done the mail-in ballot was receiving some kind of communication that either email or, uh, you know, something in the mail saying, hey, we received your ballot. You're good to go. He didn't get that communication. Hmm. So he went to the uh, the, boat, uh, the voting uh, booth again in person this time to make sure that his, his ballot was cast. 
And he's, he does fear, and he's in Jersey, and Jersey is completely Biden, you can see on the map. Uh, but he's he was worried that his actual ballot that he mailed in was discarded hmm. in some way. He so he actually went in person oh. and and voted. And so there's a there's a chance my dad might have got two votes. Hey, all right. Congratulations. <laughs> Bo's dad well, getting a couple votes in there. Right. Yeah. Um, let's. Uh, so I do want to let folks know that in the podcast exclusive this week, we're going to talk a little bit more about the election and some of our thoughts from the week. But we are going to get back to a normal show by and large. I mean, we're going to talk about the election, obviously, throughout this show as well. But uh, we are going to talk about fishing with our buddy Mark McMurray from Bluff City Outdoors. We're also going to check in with the guys from Osage County Guns a little bit later on in the show. So uh, trying to get back to a normal Second Amendment radio and the great outdoors for you here this week. And uh, there's nothing more normal than the guiding, calm hand of Aaron Tarlow, who starts every show with us, the owner of Southern Armory, Aaron Great to talk with you, my friend. How's it going? Good. Do we have an election this week? Yeah. <laughs> Did you miss it? <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, what's uh, what's new and happening? Yeah, you know, it's just like Bo said, it's just another crazy layer to a crazy 2020 um, what did you think about, uh, about election night and, and what are your customers? Are your customers reacting anyway? What's the vibe at Southern Armory? Right. So, you know, people are coming in, obviously they're like, you know, how, the, I think the best one I've seen so far or heard so far was how can American Idol, uh, or America's Got Talent or whatever count a hundred, hundred million votes in a commercial break, but we can't do it in a week. Boy, that's a great one. I'm stealing and that was, one. That's a great uh, line. Yeah. That's like, a great one. You know, like, yeah, you're not not lying, you no. know. Um, I, I just so. made this comment to my wife this morning. If you go and and the cashier cannot count your change back correctly, those are the same type of people that are counting ballots. It's nuts. I want you know what? Here's the test. The test for anybody that's counting ballots needs to sing a hundred bottles of beer on the wall without screwing anything up. Go. Yeah. Uh, the other the other thing too I saw is. Uh, you know, and this was, I got a few Democrat friends that are, that are pretty hard lefties and I keep them around to beat up on them. Oh no. Hey, don't say that. (laughs) And one of them, uh, took a picture of a fire extinguisher and it said installed on, and it said the ceiling instead of a date. So for those of you who may not know, fire extinguishers or not fire extinguishers, fire smoke detectors have a, uh, uh, like a shelf life, right? Once you install them. And uh, so if they're, you know, more than five years old and you live in an older house, probably time to change them. Mm-hmm. And then the newer ones are like good for 10 years. And she goes, this is why we need a test to vote. And I said, the Democrats tried that to suppress the black vote. Don't you remember? And uh, I got no reply. None whatsoever. And, and I Aaron, was like, hey, I'm just here to remind you of your dark past. Hey, Aaron, uh, and you yeah. – um, um, you know that's actually well. That's a whole different discussion. Um, you actually do a, a pretty good job of monitoring. I know you you sign up for various political emails and you know lists oh, yeah, and things like that. And you and I had a conversation this week off the air about um, the massive move by Democrats to really organize their vote in the final days. And I I think it's a good yeah. anecdote of. You know what we what we saw on Tuesday, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying there's a whole lot of money and a whole lot of organization uh, behind uh, behind the Democratic, the Democratic vote. Side. Yeah, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, moveon.org, I'm sure everybody has seen it. You know, they host different or different um, uh, petitions that you can sign up for, and they try to appear to be nonpartisan, uh, but they are uh, very much left-leaning. And uh, because I signed up or signed a petition in the past, you know, I got said, yeah, I'll sign up for your emails, and I quickly realized that they were kind of a machine for the Democrats. And I was like, yeah, this is good stuff. I always like to see kind of what the the other side is doing and thinking. And they send out just a ton of emails, and they're all just it's it's, it's pretty bad. But the one that I sent you and we we talk about um, was the one that showed that they were doing a big media push to get seven million, okay, seven million uh, voters, uh, Democrat voters, kind of into the polls, mm-hmm. and. Um, that's a that's a pretty substantial number uh, when you look at kind of the overall you know the overall overall vote and they were going to be targeted okay so you know I do a little bit of maybe uh, marketing for the gun shop so I might know a thing or two hmm. and uh, when we say targeted you know we mean like you're looking for a specific you know gender age political affiliation and then you can target it down to um, like geofencing, where you say, "Well, I want to target this neighborhood, but not this neighborhood," even though they're in the same zip code, or you can go by zip code or state or whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And so they were they were going to target basically new voters to bring them in. And uh, from what I read in the email, it sounded like they were going to geofence. So you know, if that was me, I'd be going to these colleges and you know mobilizing the young people. And if you read on in the email, it said you know we want to mobilize the young people. Yeah, and then and, uh, and then there was basically the challenge to uh, also not only for you to vote, but to every voter bring three other voters of like mind. Of course, don't uh, don't bring a voter that might not agree with you uh, to right. the polls with you. So it's it's pretty impressive. Uh, it's pretty impressive stuff. But I will say that um, Missouri it was another big day for Republicans in the state of Missouri. The Governor's race was not as close as some would have had you believe. The race for Ann Wagner in District 2 was not as close as many would have had you believe. And the Republicans uh, held their supermajority. And really, the, the, the bright redness of Missouri was definitely proven again on Tuesday. So even if, even if Joe Biden it, it is declared the president— do you think there will be much of an effect on your store in in Missouri here, Aaron, and gun rights and gun owners throughout the state? Um, can how much can Joe Biden really do from the White House when we when the Republicans have such a stronghold in Missouri? Well, um, that's a great question, and uh, to be honest with you, uh, he he's kind of taken the tone of Obama. Uh, I've got a pen and a phone, and. Mm. Uh, with that being said, you know, he said in the first 100 days, he will uh, use executive action on firearms. So, of course, you know, we expect challenges, right, like any anything, you know, NRA, Gun Owners of America, um, your firearms coalitions. You know, like Missouri has a Missouri Firearms Coalition. We talk to Alex all the time. Those organizations will step in and I'm sure file suit, right, but um, the damage – you know, could be done. And now we've got a Supreme Court that is, you know, conservative leaning. So, you know, what's it going to look like? Is this going to be like a bump stock ban 
right, where we had to destroy our bump stocks. And then they said, oh, well, there's some legal challenges now, so maybe that's not going to be a thing. Is this going to look like the the arm brace uh, band, you know, um, where like the SIG did the, the – it's an arm brace. If you're in the farms, you know, into farms, you've probably seen this. They, they put them on a pistol, and it kind of looks like a stock, but it's not a stock. And uh, you can wrap it around your arm. It enables you to to fire that pistol a little bit more accurately, one-handed. So, you know, and you know, I actually, a lot of- Aaron, I just tried. I was out with the Sig Sauer rep, uh, Jacob Weidman. You know him, right? Yeah, I know Jacob. Known Jacob yeah. for decades. I went out. I went out to Little Indian Creek uh, Reservation, not Reservation, uh, uh, MDC, and uh, they got a great shooting gallery out there. Not a gallery, shooting. Uh, 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 what's the word? Uh, range. Range. Let's go with range. And I got to shoot one of those, and, man, I'll tell you, it almost makes that firearm an extension of your own arm. It's so yeah, cool. It it's something you think you'd see out of the city, out of the uh, movies, but, man, it was so fantastic. And it steadied your hand and, and the firearm so much because your arm is now one with it. It's very cool. Yeah, and, and it's a great product. We carry them at, up at the gun shop. So if you've never seen one, I saw one the other day when we were when I doing it. But um, it's a great it, you know, great deal um, for, you know, one-handed shooters. It was originally designed, we're not going to get too far into this, uh, but for disabled vets, right, that, that mm. it kind of lost, lost mobility and wanted to shoot. So kind of a cool, you know, deal, but, you know, there's been a lot of controversy, and you can just Google it. You'll see all these ATF opinion letters. Well, it's okay, but if you put it against your shoulder, you're committing a felony, and if the overall length is this, then it's this is a problem, and then, you know, it, so it's – it's controversial for those of us that know why it was designed. It's cool. Um, and, you know, so, you know, it is what it is. So what can Joe do in 100 days uh, with an executive order? And I'm sure, um, and he said, you know, Beto's going to lead it. So maybe yeah. maybe Beto has uh, a legal team that has advised him, well, hey, we can do X, Y, Z. And then, you know, we have this shutdown going on. So now we're not really importing things from certain countries. So, um, you know, primers are, you know, a big one. You know, we're not we're not importing primers. That's why we have an ammo shortage. Um, and then, you know, obviously we've got kind of a raw material issue, too, on that side. A whole other whole other ball of wax. But, yeah, what can be done? And, and I'm sure that he could he could junk it up. Right. Mm. Um, I, for one, would be OK seeing the cheap Chinese AR parts go away, because as somebody who has to fix guns you know people buy these parts and then they come in and they're not right and i have to sit there and file on them and 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 fit them which isn't a big deal it's just you could have bought a a better part made in america plus american jobs right so so um, aaron we're unfortunately just about out of time uh before we go though please remind folks how they can keep up with everything happening there at southern armory both social media wise and of course if they want to come out and do some shopping Right, yeah. So uh, come in, see us. We're located uh, one mile east of 27044 at 9901 Watson Road in Crestwood. You can follow us on the socials at Southern Armory on Facebook. we got an Instagram. I don't mess with that a whole heck of a lot. Uh, we also have um, a podcast. It's the uh, our news podcast, Second Amendment news podcast. You can follow us on there. And then, of course, southernarmory.com. Southernarmory.com. That's Southern Armory. And that is Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. Aaron, thank you so much. I wonder if next week when we talk, we'll have some more results. We'll find out then. Thanks for your time, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. 
All right, take it easy. Bye. All right, let's take a quick break, and then let's get out on the water. Let's get away from these politics for a little while. We'll talk to our buddy Mark McMurray, the owner of Bluff City Outdoors, when we get back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here with producer Chad Ellis and my partner, Bo Matthews. I want to remind you that we put out two podcasts of this show every week. We put out the show podcast on Fridays so you can take it with you throughout the weekend and enjoy Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors anytime you need to. And we put out our podcast exclusive, which is exactly that. It's a little bit of an exclusive discussion. Uh, We get deeper into topics sometimes uh, that we don't have time to have these long-form discussions on the radio, and we provide that for you on that podcast exclusive. As I mentioned earlier, podcast exclusive this week is going to be our chance to kind of react to the election a little bit more and get into some of those issues, but uh, we're trying to get back to a little bit of normalcy here on the radio show and talk about uh, all the fun stuff like fishing and hunting and camping and being out in the great outdoors. And, of course, anytime we're talking about the great outdoors here on the show, it's brought to you by Razorback Armory. They are your full-service firearm shop that strives to be the area's premier destination for firearm enthusiasts. In De Pere on Manchester Road, just a half mile east of 270. Online, find them at RazorbackArmory.com. Tell them Bo sent you to Razorback Armory. And now, as I mentioned a little bit ago, if you are ever looking to unplug and get away from it all, like I think many of us are right now, the way that I do that is by getting out on the water and going fishing. And we're going to talk about fishing right now with our buddy, uh, Mark McMurray, the owner of Bluff City Outdoors. Mark, it's always great to talk with you, my friend. How's it going? Hey, Tony. Pretty good, pretty good. So I want to get, I want to talk about fishing, obviously, but I do have to ask you this. Are you... Do you guys there out at the shop, your customers come into the store this week, is everybody talking about the election, or is it kind of like we're done with this and we want to move on? What's the vibe out there in in the store? I think most people are just wanting to uh, unwind and go fishing and hunting and stuff. (laughs) Good. Amen. That's uh. That's great to hear. So I think a lot of people think, you know, the especially with the time change last week and it's getting dark earlier, they feel like you know, a season has changed and maybe it's too late to get out on the water and do some fishing. But, um, you know, we've we talked to guys like Mike Marfell on this show all the time who say, no, 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 there's plenty of time to fish uh, this year. And sometimes this can be uh, one of the best times to go to go fishing. What do you what do you think? Uh, Is it uh, you think we still have plenty of time to enjoy the water this year? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is your like your second season when when you get into the fall. You know, temperatures start dropping, water temperatures start dropping. The the bass and the crappie they just get triggered to start eating again, and and they just they they just that's that's for a lot of people that's their favorite time of the year to fish mm-hmm. is when it's like this. Absolutely, the fishing can be absolutely outstanding, and less competition on the water too. Hmm. Usually a little less. Yeah, you don't have the summer recreational boaters out there on the big bodies of water and stuff. So it's just fishermen typically. And, uh, and the fishing can be real good. What's the biggest difference? What What are some of the things if people are coming out and they and they want to load up the tackle box, but they and they're going out now with the colder weather? Um, what are some of the tips? Some of the suggestions that you give people as far as lures and you know and maybe like a strategy is concerned. 
Yeah, if you like crappie fishing and stuff, you you, you kind of move away typically from plastics, go more to hair jigs and hand-tied stuff like that. It's just they're a little bit more action in colder water than what you get with plastics. Plastics have a tendency they're you know they're they stiffen up a little bit when the when the water's colder, and so a little more hair jigs and, and of course live bait always works no matter what time of year it is. What's the biggest difference there on the river? I mean, I know we talk obviously you guys are there in in Alton, real close to the Mississippi River. You know, a lot of catfish guys come in there. Um, is there what are the biggest difference between summer fishing on a river like the Mississippi and and what you're doing out there now? Yep. So if you're like channel cat fishing in the summer, you're going to typically go with a stink bait, a dip bait, a prepared bait. As the water temperatures drop, those baits become less and less effective, and you either need to switch over to a cut bait, a night crawler, things like that. Just seem to work better when the when the water temperatures drop. And then you'll also over the winter as the season progresses, you'll it'll move from skipjack is the preferred cut bait to move over to shad usually by about christmas and don't you think that uh your store is actually like the central hub for people that are not on the water maybe the weather's bad one day they just come to uh just talk about uh fishing ideas is that is that the environment of your store i've never been in there tony won't let me go but uh (laughs) is that the environment Uh, people just want to come hang out with you to maybe get knowledge by osmosis through you so our shop is kind of like Kind of like the a bar for fishermen. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it all along. <laughs> it's the place where people go to congregate to talk, just stop in, say hi, see what's going on. I mean, we got a few chairs around here. People come in and sit around and talk. That's great. Yeah, it, it's it's like your neighborhood bar, but it's a fishing store. Do you guys close in the winter time? Are you guys open all year long? Now we stay open all year round. We yeah. only close three days a year. We close on Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's, and that's it. That's fantastic. Um, and is it still? Do you guys are there still tours happening on the Mississippi River? I know that you guys uh, know some people that provide tours and can hook customers up with those type of guys if uh, if they're looking for that. Does that happen all yeah. year long? Also, yeah, there's still guys. As long as people can that want to go, there are guides that will take you out fishing. And right now the the one guy, Adam, that we work with pretty close, he's just been on fire taking people crappie fishing right now. And, but they're still out there taking people uh, every day out there guide fishing for for catfish. That's it's excellent. It's a good time of the year to catch them. Uh, Bo, you're going to have a uh, you're going to have an ice fishing tournament on in, on your pond this year, right? Open All to right. the public. I'm I'm, I'm actually uh, cutting the link of my audio coming into the studio now. I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> Dude, it's not going to get cold enough. It has, it's only been cold enough one time to really ice over my lake enough to be on it with an ATV. And boy, did I have a blast doing it. Oh, wow. Uh, but nice. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, I didn't even ice fish in my lake because I have no fish yeah. because it's it's all Tony's fault. Uh, <laughs> but The next door uh, neighbor is still eating good. Yeah, you still know that's right. Good. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to tell you, Bo, that you can catch catfish under the ice, but that won't be an option on your pond. <laughs> yeah, Thanks for the gone. reminder, pal. <laughs> Uh, Mark, I believe that, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a bass fisherman mostly, and I have caught the biggest fish, especially on average, in the cold weather right now. So it might be, it may be a situation where you don't get the numbers that you would normally be getting, but right now is a great time 
to catch big fish, especially when you're bass fishing. Is it that way also with catfish and crappie and, and you know, all the different other styles of fishing? Yeah, they're all trying to put put weight on. You know, they're all on a – they get triggered into a feeding frenzy, basically. Mm-hmm. And I know the, I, I've never been a huge bass fisherman, but, but when I did as a kid, uh, my dad used to go down, and he lived in southern Oil, went on a lot of strip pits. And one day it was like 40 degrees, drizzly rain. It was late October, early November, and we were fishing this strip pit, and we ended up that day catching 33 bass over four and a half pounds. Wow. It was just phenomenal. <laughs> you know, and, and it was just, he said, yeah, every winter they stack in on this ledge like that. So that was his annual winter fishing trip was to go there, and, and you just catch them, you look at them, you throw them back and catch another one. It was just so much fun, but it was cold, but it was fun. You know, it's it's so bad that we have to remind people to get outside and go fishing or go hunting or go for a walk, for crying out loud. Even even this morning before we got started on the show, I was out on the patio, beautiful day. We're having great weather right now. I'm staring at my phone, trying to get, you know, news, updates, whatever. And I look up, and this beautiful crane goes flying across and down to my lake. I, he he should know better because there's no fish in it. But my my point is is that it's so ridiculous. These these screens just suck away our life, and yeah. it's just so bad. Mm-hmm. You got a full store there right now, don't you, Mark? Yeah, I got a few guys. You happen to get down here, so <laughs> you're gonna get a little background noise. No, that's, that's good. No, that is fun. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's excellent. Well, I'll tell you what, we've got to uh, wrap this up. But for people that haven't been out to Bluff City yet, tell them about uh, the store a little bit and, of course, how they can find you online and, of course, if they want to come out and do some shopping. Yeah, so we're at bluffcityoutdoors.com, and we're in Alton, 2813 East Broadway. We're a mile to the east of Fast Eddie's. A lot of people know where that's at. Oh, yeah. And we just have... A lot of people that have come in there this year said, hey, you guys got the best selection of crappie lures around and, and just fishing stuff in general. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we're also your the St. Louis area's uh, crap and supply uh, dealer because that, that's right around the corner for everybody. Yeah, so we're that, starting to sell quite a bit of trapping gear. That is so cool. Yeah, get out there and check those guys out at Bluff City Outdoors. If you haven't been out there yet, they have got you covered. No matter what you're going out for, what uh, time of year it is, uh, you can fill the tackle box up there all year long. And we appreciate everything you do for us, Mark, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Okay, thanks, Tony. You thanks, Bo. All right, let's take another quick break, and when we get back, we will check in with our friends from Osage County Guns. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to... Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here with producer Chad Ellis and my partner Bo Matthews. If you've missed anything on today's show, I want to remind you that you can always download our podcast. We put out two podcasts of the show every week. We put out the show podcast on Friday and the podcast exclusive on Monday. You can get the podcast just about anywhere you download podcasts, but I always recommend the radio.com app. Because the Radio.com app is free, you can stream the station 24-7 from that app. You can rewind live radio from the Radio.com app. And, of course, you can get the podcast of this and every other show on the station all on the Radio.com app. And in that last segment, we were talking about fishing, uh, specifically 
cold weather fishing as weather is changing and uh, the times changed and now it's darker earlier and temperatures are dropping. And we talked about uh, the changes you need to make to your fishing game with our buddy Mark McMurray, the owner of Bluff City Outdoors. Anytime we're talking about fishing here on the show, it's brought to you by Bluff City Outdoors. They're over there in Alton, uh, about a mile away from Fast Eddie's, very close to the Mississippi River. They've got you covered, whether it be catfish gear, crappie gear. He talked about a lot of customers coming in and getting crappie stuff right now. Uh, Bass lures, they've got everything you need to go fishing at Bluff City Outdoors Learn more at BluffCityOutdoors.com. Bo, as I've been telling people, we are, uh, by and large, trying to move on from the election and get back into regular discussion. Uh, But you and I are going to talk a little bit more about the election and this uh, crazy week that was in the podcast exclusive. Um, So everybody uh, tune in for that. And uh, right now, let's get our buddies... Jake and John from Osage County Guns on the line. Guys, how's it going out there? Good. Busy. Yeah? I bet. Um, is it busier than ever? That's the question. Yeah, that is a good question. Um, you know, it's it's definitely it's it's up there. Um I think with the sales just through the, the summer and the fall, uh, you know, that really was was the driver for the year, but it's not letting up much. And we're seeing, you know, similar circumstances to what we saw, you know, summer and going into the fall here where, you know, stuff is, is definitely coming in and we're seeing, you know, a lot of inventory arriving, but for the most part, everything sells out within a very short period of time. Did did the election on Tuesday cause any any bump in sales or people customers in the store talking about you know the craziness? Is it is it having any effect on on uh, what's happening out there at the store? Uh, that's got a little bit, you know, as as some people are coming in and uh, you know as the election is everybody's. I'm assuming watching is a little bit crazy, but yeah. you know, there's obviously some people think it's in the bag one way or the other, but some people are undecided and. Uh, so some people are just taking advantage of getting what they want before they may or may not be able to get it down the road. So, yeah, it was a uh, it was a small increase. It was a big night for republic or big day for Republicans in the state of Missouri. Um, you know, they Republicans hold the supermajority in the state, and they won the governor's race, and everywhere else, you know, performed very well. So, looking forward, do you expect really, no matter how the presidential election shakes out? Uh, do you expect there to be any changes or anything for anybody to worry about as far as uh, like your customers out there, as far as gun laws, gun rights in the state of Missouri? Or are we pretty safe? I, it depends on it really comes down to the the presidential election. Yeah. If, if Biden wins, then yes, there at some point there will be some legislation to move things. You know, granted, the Senate may prevent some of that, but there's always abilities to go around that and executive orders. So something to definitely keep an eye on. Uh, there, there's a lot of talk about some um, legislation that they're trying to put together that's going to, you know, affect high capacity magazines and, and registering mm-hmm. of firearms and a bunch of stuff. And, and, you know, there's every year there's, there's tons of different uh, stuff that's put out there, but it usually gets squashed. So uh, it's definitely something to keep your eye on. It's definitely something to keep your ear out for and be involved with um, if you hear about it um, and you see it, then be involved to, to, uh, you know, obviously do what you direction. can. Yeah. Get, yeah. Get involved. 
Yeah, and I want to I want to punch in here with uh, just a, a brief history of Venezuela because uh, if you look at that generational change in their entire country, they were a the third richest country in our hemisphere, and when they elected socialists into their government, it was in two thousand one. It took them nine years to ban private ownership of guns. It took them nine years to get to that point, and then once that was wow. done, well, all hell broke loose from there. Um, but it, it, it does take time. And we would have if we look at, you know, 10 years out, we would have a couple more uh, presidential elections, you know, we hope yeah. uh, to to fight that. And like you said, Tony, that, you know, we can hold on to the if we've held on to the House then it's not just going to be freewheeling socialism everywhere. There's going to be a fight. Yeah. And and boy, talk about uh, banning gun sales. There was a big story that came out right at, uh, earlier this week, right at the beginning of the month that uh, 2020 is officially the biggest uh, gun firearm sales year of all time. And that's with still two months to go in the year. Uh, That's got to sound right to you guys. And what can we expect? Like, what has... Tie that story up for me and just talk about what a crazy year 2020 has been for your industry. Yeah, so, I mean... Right now, the number I'm seeing is about 17 million uh, background checks a year to date. That article was published November 3rd. Um, I mean, that's an immense number of of firearms sold. And in addition to the fact that that's a huge number of firearms sold, um, the number of new firearm owners is, you know, it's it's substantial. It's probably, if I had to guess, a third, Jake, a third, maybe more. Um, You know, so... You're, you're expanding ownership and enthusiasm for the industry, and I know we've talked about it in the past, but, you know, the more people that own firearms, the better, because that's the more people who want to continue to own mm-hmm. their firearms, and they will be vocal uh, about, uh, you know, any, any attempted legislation that might impact their rights. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's definitely a good. It's thing. gonna be harder to get those guns with so many more of them out there. I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen, but you know that's always the fear that somewhere down the line, if the Democrats or the left get what they want, that uh, you know Beto famously said he's gonna go door to door. But uh, <laughs> as far as the rest of the year is concerned, are there any guns left to buy? There are. Uh, <laughs> you know, we we've been really fortunate that. You know, we've got good relationships in the industry. Um, you know, we've we've had and continue to see probably on average, but on the low end, if we only see a single pallet of inventory in a day, that's, a I would say, a bad day right now. Um, hmm. And we've had days we've had, you know, three to five pallets delivered in a single day. We had, I think, last Friday, five freight trucks uh, arrive, each with a pallet or so. So... Um, you know, it's it's inventory is coming in, but you have to be on the ball to snag it. Is really what it comes down to. Um, right now, you know, one of the most popular concealed carry firearms is the Sig Sauer P365. We actually do have a few versions of those in stock and on the shelf, and, and one of them we have like 40 uh, of the one model uh, available on, on the shelf. So um, mm. those will probably be sold out a week from today, uh, unless unless we see more. That's shipments. incredible. Um, that's uh, that's incredible we're seeing in some of these we've had you know certain models we've had 80 come in in a single shipment and they're gone within a week Um, wow so it's it's just it's nuts yeah go ahead is yeah is this the model that uh that has the arm strap uh that you're talking about 
No, this is a small concealed carry nine millimeter. Um, the there's a whole nother controversy stirring with pistol braces, uh, with uh, some some news that's come out from a law firm that is kind of on the ball uh, with ATF policy, and so there is speculation that the ATF may be moving to widely prohibit. Uh, the, the I guess the the use of pistol you know, brace. We we touched on that story a little bit earlier, and unfortunately, we don't have time to dive into it right, right now. But do you? What's your gut on that? Do you feel like that is going to end up being banned, or do you think that's going to be okay? I, I, I it's a coin toss. I mean, we've yeah. seen you know, the ATF went after uh, slide fire stocks uh, after the Vegas shooting, and so I, I think that that there is a good a good chance this thing hits the chopping block, I guess, is the bottom line. It, if I was going to guess, I'd say, you know, 50% plus one that, that it gets banned within the next three to six months. And what's yeah, the, it's, it's ahead, the bump stock of the day, right? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, what about ammunition? How's, uh, how's the inventory out there on that? Uh, you know, it's still slim pickings. We're still getting, I uh, got a pallet just the other day. Um, you know, it's one of those things where we're trying to regulate it and, and be kind and, give everybody opportunity to buy it. So we're limiting the quantity, but, uh, you know, we've got some nine mil, uh, we've got some three on blackout, um, hunting ammo's getting short. Um, I had a, you know, several cases of hunting ammo come up, uh, last week. We're out of some of it already. Um, but you know, we're, we're getting stuff, um, all the time. Every day we're getting trucks and we're getting, uh, stuff. It's just not as much as we want, but, um, it's, it's coming. But I and and as I always tell people when I talk about Osage County guns, if you haven't been out there yet in Wright City, you've got to go out and see them. And the reason that you guys are able to keep that stock, where you are able to have a selection of ammo and firearms, even in these times of slim pickings, as you mentioned, is because not only the great relationships with you have that you have, but six thousand square feet of retail space. Uh, Osage County Guns is a huge, gorgeous store, and of course, the only place that you can get the Second Amendment Radio T-shirt. Right there on the shelves there at Osage County Guns. So that's just another reason to go out there. Uh, guys, before we let you go, for people that haven't been out there yet, um, tell them all about uh, the store and how they can learn more about you guys. Yeah, visit us on our website at OsageCountyGuns.com. And we're also on Facebook, um, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we're easy to find, but you can Google us and just get directions. Obviously, uh, you know, just drop it in your nav or use ways and it'll, it'll walk you right to our door. Uh, but definitely come in. We're open seven days a week and uh, hours are posted on, on our website and on Google. Uh, but uh, you know, we've got a great staff and we still, you know, we do have a lot of uh, accessories and still we do have quite a few firearms. We still have about a thousand firearms in the building uh, that are still unsold. Um, so, you know, it's, it's not where we want it to be, but it's, it's not as, uh, it's not as, I guess, bad as it could be. <laughs> it's probably more than most have, so yeah, that, no there's that. No doubt about that. There's no doubt about that, so make sure you guys check it out. Hey, real quick, do you guys think after this big year, are you guys expecting a lull in the industry, or do you think that this pace can keep up? It's going to hinge on the presidential election. Yeah, uh, 100%. If, if, yeah. You know, if, if Trump wins, we should see a calm. 
if Biden wins, uh, I think that you're going to see this perpetuate gotcha. maybe for two to four years. Gotcha. Thanks, guys, so much. That is John Dawson and Jake Fair from Osage County Guns. Get out there and see them in Wright City, Missouri, and OsageCountyGuns.com. Thanks for uh, everything you do for us, and we'll talk to you again real soon, guys. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. You too. All right, we got to wrap up the show. Don't forget about the podcast exclusive that comes out on Monday. Get that podcast exclusive on the radio.com app along with this show podcast in case you missed anything. That's going to do it for this week. We'll see you back here next week. For my producer, Chad Ellis, and my partner, Bo Matthews, I'm Tony Colombo. Thank you so much for listening to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. See you, boys. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.